Hello, everyone, and welcome to Loops. I'm Kevin Forsyth, and on this podcast, we discuss God's Word, His church, and everyday life, always asking the question, how does this loop back into our life and God's kingdom? Today, we sit down with Donnie Bright from Greater Faith Church out in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, Donnie wears many hats. He's a band and music director, a youth pastor, and a pastoral assistant. But today, we're going to dive into his music background a bit, looking at some of his past music projects, what he's currently working on, and some future projects he has planned. From a young age, music and ministry have played such a large role in his life. He ministers in his local congregation, he's played at many different conferences, and he's been a part of live recordings. Oh, and did I mention he also produces music? There's no question that Donnie is dedicated to his ministry. He definitely puts in the work, all while allowing God to use him exactly how he sees fit. Welcome to Loops. have the pleasure of chatting today with Donnie Bright from Goodness. Louisville, Kentucky, metro area. Metro area. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. All the way here in Bakersfield, California. You're joining us this, this week at GBFPC um, hosting a music workshop, if you can call it that, right? We can call it that. Yeah. A clinic, clinic workshop type deal. Um, so I, it's been great. We had one night. We have tonight and then tomorrow night. Um, so thank you so much for being here in Bakersfield. Thank you all, all for having me and being on the podcast. Really happy to be here. We also have a guest, star, uh, a um, guest co-host, star <laughs> guest co-host, Trent Johnson, um, all the way from here at Bakersfield. Now he's also a musician here. I wanted to have him on. I kind of have like a musician panel in a way. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Trent. For, yeah, for absolutely. Being so to be here with, with Donnie. So <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, but we want to focus on you, Donnie. We okay. want to hear your story. We want to hear some of the work that you've been doing. You're traveling around doing recordings. You're doing um, clinics, workshops, yep. whatever you want to call them, conferences. You're doing a lot of stuff. You're busy. Well, God's good. <laughs> God is good. Um, I want to start kind of from your where you got started in music, and then we'll get into some of the projects okay. that you have. Um, so how did you get started in music? Did you start in the church? Did you start playing young and then get in? How'd you, do, how'd you start? Bro, I'll be honest. So my dad just straight up, Ever since I've been little, my dad has just been like, he's just, it's always been around, you know, it's always been something in the household. There's always music when we're cleaning and et cetera. Um, and my dad, you know, just tagging with him to rehearsals, tagging with him to concerts, recordings, whatever, um, just going with him anytime I could. And so I grew up around that like music background. <laughs> and so with that, there, there came a point where I was just doing it. Right. I was playing, I started out on drums actually. Oh, nice. And so I, I would start playing drums and uh, my dad, you know, he, he just, my dad's always just let me kind of do my thing. Um, and he's like, you'll step into it when it needs to happen. Was, so, you, was your dad playing in the church? Yeah. Yeah. So my dad is, he, he's been playing in church all of his life. So he's been doing kind of what I'm doing. He didn't travel much, but he became like the music director when he was like 12 at his church. And so from there, um, you know, life happened and stuff. And so, you know, growing up and stuff, I was being around that. And then it was like around 12, 13, where I was like, okay, I need to play like mains, keys, and organ. Like, I need to get serious, you know, more than drums. So, did you guys have a player at that time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why you transitioned to that? Well, you just like the, like the, a drum that, player? 
from going from drums to keys, did you prefer the, the keys over that? Yeah. So I just, I felt like there was so much more to explore down that I knew how to play drums. I was like, man, I want to play keys. Like I'm going to play, I'm going to be a keys player. I'm going to be an organ player. And like we had a drummer, so I wasn't playing much. Like I was just playing maybe like, I was playing every Sunday at our daughter work and then I'd play every other midweek or so. So but, how many instruments do you know? Um, <laughs> I know keys, organ, a little bit of bass, like tiny bit. Um, and then I play drums, but that's pretty much it. Very nice. So you grew up in a family that was around music. Yes. Did you not did you have to take? Oh, I got not really like around music, but my dad. Your dad. Yeah. So did you take lessons from someone else or did he kind of taught you what you know? No, I never took formal lessons, but I have <laughs> always in my dad's corner. Like just I was always watching him, always looking. And then I started moving, you know, getting older. Then I started discovering guys from L.A. actually, like Mike Burrill, mm. Jason White, guys like that. And like I'd just be watching them for hours. See, there's inspiration. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You make it sound easy, but that's no easy task just picking up all these instruments. <laughs> well, what, man, well at, I mean, what I, would you say would be like the the one thing that really pushed you into that? Well, <laughs> I mean, that that really made you like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to go learn this specific thing. Yeah. And add it on. So, you know, it came to a point in my life where it was like, yeah, I was playing piano. I was playing organ and I was, you know, this is past when I started you know, I was starting to get serious about it. Um, and some that just drove me was, you know, I just, it, it really wasn't a hard thing for me. It was just like, go for it. Like it was, it became a hobby of mine. It became something I loved. It wasn't something I had to think hard at or, you know, try hard to focus on. It was just like instant. It came. <laughs> You know? I feel like you have to have that. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have that love for it. I mean, that's for like for myself. Like I, I have a love for playing in the music. I mean, I've started doing it since I was oh, wow. in, in the youth. Um, and I've always want, I've, I've known a lot of people that have wanted to get into the music department, yeah. but they didn't have that drive. So they'd fall off the, the yeah. bandwagon there. Did you, oh, yeah. did you have a lot of, of like other people your age at the <laughs> same time? Or was it kind of just you by yourself? Bro, I'll be honest. It wasn't a lot of people in my age. It was just. And that's not pat myself on the back. It was just something I was, you know, growing up. It was just me. There was a lot, a lot of days where it's just like Donnie's in the basement with the room mm. door shut, just shedding, mm. just practicing. And it wouldn't be like I'm not shedding or practicing for anything. It was just because I loved it so much. Right. You know? That goes great into that next point okay. there of mastering your skill. Now, you, someone can't master what they're they're doing. You said you spent countless hours yeah. in the basement or wherever practicing and putting that time in those that would go to practice and just practice at practice or practice a couple little bit before they'll never get to that point that they get to that next step or um or anything like that but you've you've put in that work it shows i mean you're doing a lot of different projects and things like that what, from your point of view what do you feel that it, the importance is of putting in that work putting that time Okay, so I'm going to start with this statement. I don't think everyone is a musician. And by that, I mean everyone in every church that plays. I don't consider that a musician. I consider that someone who plays music, mm. someone who plays an instrument. I consider a musician someone who 
loves music, someone who practices their instrument. And, you know, when it comes to, like like you're saying, the whole, you know, just showing up and just winging it, right? that's no fun ever, you know, because you can't express, you can't get past learning the music that you're supposed to do at home, mm. you know, because you're trying to buffer and then, then there's no creativity. And so like a lot of times in churches I've come across is like people will show up and do that. Those churches usually have no like creativity outside of the box. Not saying anything's wrong with that. But I am saying that if you're really trying to push to that next level, I feel like and grow and become something for real in music, you have to like push it home. You know, there's my dad says saying, you know, there's a difference between practice and rehearsal. Practice right. is what you do at home. Rehearsals when you come to the church together and you guys make it right. sound like one. Yeah. It's huge. You know, like last night when we were practicing even now, I was like, okay, I can tell like the band at least tried to learn it. Yeah. You know, and then all we did, all I did was make, I was like, fix this, fix this, like literally a few adjustments. Yeah. And then we were in there. Yeah. Cause I've been in many practices where we're there and most musicians are having to learn the songs, go through Man. every single part and we're there forever. And we're going to get like halfway <laughs> through the song and it's like, okay, well now we got to do extra practices. Exactly. And it's like, because song. when you don't practice at home and you do that, when you get there, you're trying to like retain, you're trying right. to learn the licks and stuff. Right. When you're supposed to retain that at home, you're supposed to practice the licks over and over again at home. Right. You know, so boom. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so, now you're you're producing music. You have a website, oh, and that you are you're offering different content. Um, and, and by the way, anyone that's listening or watching, all the links to his or the link to his website, social media will be in the description wow. um, below. Thank you. Um, guys. When did you start feeling the burden to start producing music, bro? So um, it was kind of like that basement era. It was like I was in my basement, <laughs> just like in my. I was just. There's a lot of just hours of just creating. I figured out I could create. My my dad got right. me a 20, 2017 computer, Mac computer. And uh, then I, because I went from, I was Andy Ferguson. You guys know Andy Ferguson? Yes. Guitar player, great guitar player. He came to my church and um, he changed my life, man. He changed my life. He came to my church and he taught me the simple, simple steps of Ableton. And so then I was like, okay, I can run this. Like my bishop was like, before, before he leaves, somebody's going to learn. this." <laughs> and so I learned it. And so ever since then, man, he's met, he was a huge staple to my, whatever, you know, my right. ministry. And, um, from there I learned that I could go from creating tracks to, I would hear stuff and I'd be like, man, I want to add this stuff in the mm. songs I'm doing at church. Like I want to change up this arrangement. And uh, so I would start adding stuff, you know, with any sound software, MIDI stuff I could find. So I'd just be putting it in these church nice. tracks. And so it came from there. And then it hasn't been really, I haven't really produced for anyone till about last December. Okay. Um, I did that recording with Frankie Taylor. He, yep. man, that was a great, great time. He, we did that recording for his church choir and, um, Man, that was my first like live record to produce. You know, I had done some stuff, some like singles, recording some singles. Um, I don't know if you guys know Weston Arnold, but he, I did his single called Freed. Um, I think I was like 16 and wow. uh, we went to Michigan and recorded that. 
And it was cool, you know, the cool experience. I look back on that and I'm like, man, I could have did so much better. But, you know, Frankie was really, that was really kind of my first, yeah. you know, first experience. And then, you know, since January to now, like God has opened so many doors to do um, some studio records for people. Um, and it's just been left and right people like hitting me up to do studio records. And God's really opened that door. And, yeah. you know, I, I have a huge burden for apostolic music, right. um, apostolic ministry in general. Like I just have a huge burden for it. So. I believe I always tell people, you know, God has a sound in you. He wants to release. Mm. And so it's my, literally it's my honor, yeah. you know, that God would allow you to choose me to get your passion that he's putting you out. You know, your sound. Yeah. I believe everybody has a different sound. Yeah. That's so. actually one of my points down, down, oh, wow. down the line. Okay. Um, going back a little bit to Ableton. Can you explain for those that don't know what that is? Mm -hmm. So Ableton is a software, um, a lot. It's mostly like a live performance software. Um, and a lot of churches use it. Um, it provides like Ableton can do so many things. Um, you can produce in Ableton. You can run tracks in Ableton. I do production in Ableton. I run tracks in Ableton, all that. That's so, your main one that you use. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and what you, you know, Ableton is like that extra band member, you know, <laughs> it's got, it's got the strings, things you can't, the percussion, there's like, signature percussion things, loops and stuff you hear in songs. And it's like, man, I hear churches do it all the time. I'm like, man, if they had this one tool, it'd be better. Trent, you know? that's what you use, right? Yes. Yeah. We've yeah. been using it for about a year now and it's, man, it's game changer. Yeah, game, game changer, changer, bro. It's game changer. And Ableton, Ableton, you can run live tracks in. Um, you can even run Pro Presenter with Ableton. You can link the two and it, it's just really good. So what is uh, the the biggest thing with, with Ableton? Like from from what I see is like the freedom, especially with someone like you that's able to produce, right? They're able to take a song, a current song and say, hey, you know, I like parts of this song. Maybe I don't like this part and I'm able to change it and make it what I want. Would, would that be or is there anything else that you would say is like one of the somebody that's sitting there like, should I should we do it? Should we really yeah. dive into that? Would that be one of the bigger things is the freedom that you have to kind of sure. make a song your own? For sure. Like I know there are like at church, there's sometimes my dad, my dad's our worship pastor, a worship leader. And um, I'm over the band. So there's sometimes my dad's like, I want to do that again. Or I want let's when we do this in church live, like let's add this, let's add two courses right here. Or I want to have this worship moment, you know? And so people, a lot of times are like argumentative and they're like, you know, Ableton restricts the move of God. Well, no, it doesn't. If you don't learn the craft and learn the software and push your brain, your intelligence, then, yeah, that's going to hinder it by you not knowing it. Mm -hmm. But if you know it, if you learn it and you learn the craft and work on that excellence, then it's not going to be a hindrance because you'll know how to operate right. it. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a lot of safe things you can do, too. Like we've got off tracks before and I know how to get us right back on or fade it out and go to yeah. a click, et cetera. I believe God wants us to be creative. Absolutely. I, I believe so. I mean, he wants He's us. He's creative. Right. We serve a creator. You know? Right. That can preach. Yeah, it really can. Yeah. And um, like the fact of its own that God created the world, creation is one of the main things that God does. And so when, when people want to stick to the regimen, that's cool. That's fine. I believe we need to have order. Right. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, you have to have 
that creativity you're talking about um, in those spontaneous moments, especially in an apostolic church. We have so many different things going on <laughs> and you have to be able to push, you know, you have to be able to know what to do in the spontaneous moments, you know, right. and, you know, Ableton can be a huge help with that. You can create yeah. in Ableton, et cetera. I know there's always been pushback sometimes yeah. from within the church of, oh, maybe that's a little too far. That's a little too much. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, again, it's good to push that yeah. boundary in a good way. Yeah. In, in a, in a right way. But, um, when you do, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced some amazing moves of God through some things that you've done and it's, it's some of the creativity that's coming out. Yeah, man. There's yeah. stuff I play all the time in service and stuff. And it's like, man, that didn't come from nowhere else, but God. Yeah. Cause after I don't remember any of it. Yeah. yeah. I've had those moments. Yeah. And, and going back a little bit, it was actually something I had noted earlier was uh, going back to someone who took lessons or, or kind of learned on their own and learned how to be, be that creator a little bit more so than somebody that's just sticking to the rudiments of the song or whatever, <laughs> right? Would you say there's any like pluses or minuses to either way? Do you see people that are, you know, professionally, they, they will go to lessons and they, but then they lack the creativity in, in real service that's, or, or vice versa? Yeah. So that goes back to the apostolic thing. Like we are in apostolic churches, any form of Pentecostalism, um, you know, looking at looking at it from that perspective, it's like, you know, you can be on a regimen, you can take you can take lessons um, and that can be all fine. But at least in my church, you know, you're going to need to do more than learn a song, you know, required in my seat at church. You know, I play the song. Cool. If we can play the song, great. That's fine. But there's a lot of transitional moments that require that spontaneous stuff. Like Sunday, we did, we, you know, Sunday we did great. We did, it was awesome. But there was also like some transitional things that we do every service that needed to happen for the transitions right. to work. And that's not just always like high stuff, it's low stuff too. You know, that's why at the end of it, even now, that swell at the end, like that is so key to me. Yeah. You know, the little things like that, because people, it's important that people know um, to transition when we're changing, when we're going a different route. And so, and the church may not be musicians and they may not hear all that, but they feel it. Oh yeah. Right. Regardless of if they forever know it mentally, they feel it and yeah. it, it, you can take them out of it or you can take them into it. Absolutely. So. Menstrual, menstrual can change the whole atmosphere of a service. Yeah. I've seen it with my own eyes, several, a lot of millions probably of services. So going back to some of the live recordings that you've done yeah. and those experiences, you said that you've done the first one was, you said at 16? Um, it was, I'd, I'd say so, you know, I'm going to count it. You're going to count it? I'm going to count it. It was, um, it was, no one was in the building. He was like, I want to record this song. And I know no one's going to be in the building, but I feel like God put it on my heart to record this live in a church. And so, um, you know, uh, we were just on FaceTime and I was like, man, you know, I don't know. And then he just started singing it. And I was like, okay, give me a demo. Like I said, sing what you're feeling and put some piano to it. And so he did that. And then he sent it back to me. Literally that night, I made the whole production for that song. Doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> at least you did it. But at least, I, at least I did it. 
And and that's the biggest thing, man. Right. Like with everyone's route, even in God, even in people's paths with God, it's like you can never compare your you can never compare where you're going with someone else mm -hmm. because everyone's starting point is different and everyone everyone's path is different. So like I'm never gonna try to at least I try not to compare myself to you know, someone else's path, you know, someone else is doing right. big records, someone else right. is touring all the time and stuff, because I know that my path looks different. Everyone else, everyone has different paths. God has different things for every musician. God has different things from every singer, every preacher, every evangelist, et cetera. You know, it's, it's just finding, finding where you are in your path. Right. I think it's a, a not an issue, but that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with, mm -hmm. not just within music, but within ministry, within Absolutely. anything, yeah. I mean, it's it's so easy to try to compare yourself to somebody. Oh, I've yeah. done it myself. Oh, we all have. I, and it's I'm human like, nature. I, I mean, I'm I'm the same age as this person, and I haven't reached that. Why haven't I? Yes. And I, it's that's a hard thing to not do. Yes, yes, and and I think the biggest thing with that is a lot of times when you, you compare yourself with people, um you you get distracted in your path mm. because you're trying to line yourself up with this other person's path. You know, obviously I believe in having people to look up to and following greatness, right. following great legacies, things people have done, great men of God, you know, as a preacher, like looking and gleaning from my bishop, obviously I want to be like him as a preacher, as a man in general. But I know his path was different than mine and I know I'm going to have to get it for myself. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you can't choose your starting point. Nobody does. Exactly. Right. You, but you can choose where, you, where you're striving to Absolutely. go to. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You see someone to where they are now, but you don't know what they Don't have did to any idea what happened. You have yeah. no idea their path. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. Uh, all right. So now going into the content that you provide. Okay. <laughs> I want to kind of touch on some of the, um, the you have a course on your website. <laughs> The beginner organ masterclass. Yes. Um, talk about that. When did you? When did it click that? You know what? I want to create a masterclass, bro. On, on so, it, me and one of my best friends, Levi Garnett. He he's at the okay. church with me. Um, man. So I was. We were just chilling one night, and I was like, man, I feel like I need to do an organ masterclass. And uh, he's like, bet, bro. This was Monday. And uh, he's like, let's do it Thursday. And so, you know, I kind of wrote out my course in my brain and on paper. And I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. And so I was like, bro, just just come help me. And so he was like, man, he, he made all these graphics. He put the video together, audio together. And he, he was like, you just sit there <laughs> and teach. So I, I taught five, five lessons are in the uh, class. And it's all basic stuff, beginner yeah, stuff, yeah. but I just see so many churches that lack organ players. Yeah. And so I just wanted to provide that to at least get people started. So it was all recording. Uh, did you have like a live audience or anything? You just no, recording? No, it was just a live. Uh, it was just all recorded. Yeah. All right. So you said you had the idea and then uh -huh. a few days later you record it. Yeah. That, that's, that's, pretty <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Impressive. No, <laughs> that's pretty no, impressive. Bro, it's just, that's how it is. Like, it's kind of how I think it's like, while it's there, you got to go after right. it, you know, because I, I was never going to do it if I didn't go after it. Now, to the sorry, oh, to, no, to the actual yeah. content of, of that, what you just said, do you feel like the lack of knowledge of the organ is because of the direction of music now? 
slightly? I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so. A lot of the music that's coming out now has it doesn't have a lot of organ. And if it does have organ, it's tucked in the mix, you know. Um, I just think we're moving towards this CCM wave. You know, there's a lot of music that's – I love CCM. I love gospel. But, you know, we clearly know organs more so in gospel. Right. Um, there's a place – for I don't even I wouldn't even say there's a place for it in CCM depending on the song you know every song's different so yeah no that that is impressive that you like for me <clears throat> I've had a lot of ideas come to mind and I'm sure a lot of people have this s- same thing but I'll sit on it too long and then I won't Boom. I won't find time yeah to do it you kind of see that in in just you in general right because all these instruments you learn you just had to go do it. Yeah. You just went and did it, and it kind of seems like it's what yeah. you're doing here. <laughs> and you probably can continue to do the same thing, yeah. where a lot of people might sit on it yeah. and not, not actually follow through ever on it. Yeah, man, I, I just – and I I don't know what it is. I just – I love going and getting it. Yeah. yeah. Like going to get it. I, I love just biting at it. Imagine if everybody was like that. Oh, my god! Because every idea <laughs> they had, they just went for it full force. Imagine the uh, the different now, projects. it's not like. every idea, <laughs> but yeah. some ideas. Or I'm challenging you now. <laughs> every idea you have, just go for it. I want to see what comes you out. Might, you oh, might man. end up with some off-the-wall stuff, <laughs> man. Oh, wow. By the end of the year, we're going to see uh, uh, Donnie's catalog. is on his <laughs> website. There's tons of, of master classes. And man, cool. y'all let me know what you want. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to make it happen. So what other stuff do you provide on your website? Man, so my website, is, I provide, I'm still building it up. Yeah. So, like, it's just, I think there's three things on there right now. It's the master class, my loop pack, you know, my loop session or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's... I did like a shout out of Breakout by Mark Crowder. I saw uh, that. We did that at a conference and then I was like, man, a lot of people got flack on it. They wanted, that wanted was, it. That was and so, cool. And so um, I made a session to that and all that, called some of my bros to help me out. And uh, they did it, put it on my website. And ever since then, it's been good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So as I said earlier, if you are interested in checking out any of uh, Donnie's courses or his course or any other products, it will be in the description below. You can check it out. Go follow him on all social media. We'll link everything there. Um, all right. So what about cur- uh, current or future projects? Do you have anything <laughs> that you're working on or that you are going to be working on? Maybe get some yes. On. Yes. So um, I'm actually doing a couple of cool things this year. Um, but right now what I'm doing heavy is studio records. Okay. So um, I have a couple of clients, you know, right now, um, quite a few that are wanting to do studio projects. Um I'm producing right now for this Spanish artist. His name's Alex Rodriguez. He's from North Carolina. And, um, man, the stuff is coming out really cool. Um, a lot of it, you know, I think we need that in the Spanish community is some good worship yeah. music. You know, it lacks a lot. Apostolic worship music. Right. And so um, I'm working on that. Um, I'm producing for, you guys know Trevor Sloss? Yeah. From uh, Fort Myers, Florida. So incredible singer. Incredible, bro. So he has a single coming out. Great guy. Um, there's a couple other people. <laughs> but um, I'm doing um, – I have some opportunities this year to do some live recordings. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's awesome. Are you taking clients? <laughs> <laughs> Depending. <laughs> Depending on work Yes. Right? Yes. I Man, I have a great team, man. It's, yeah. it's myself. Um, then I use two co-writers, uh, Hope Morgan. Um, they're from Cheyenne, Wyoming, okay. and um, I use Cornelius Hayes. He's from Birmingham, Alabama, and both of them have really helped me in the writing area. <laughs> you 
you know, so when yeah. I have people come to me, I send them to them and we work on the lyrics. And then Adam Hazenauer, he kind of works with my lead vocals, you know, just kind of yeah. maybe you can do this here. Maybe you can do this there. So are you doing this full time? I, I am. Wow. That's <laughs> I am. So every day, you know, I pretty much get up and do it and, uh, yeah, I'm just making it happen, bro. For for someone that wants to get into that world, where would you say would be a good place to start? Your you're, church, you're a, okay. Your church, yeah. Just you're, just doing the just, ministry. Just start it. And here's the thing, you know, are you talking about production or just starting? I guess uh, I, I would say more so production. Trying to maybe try to write a song. You you have something you think you want to say or you want to to help, uh, you know, the Pentecostal apostolic movement. Yeah. Where, where would you say for them to start for many of them? I know for myself, not being maybe a, a singer per se, but I, I have, you know, siblings that are, and would like to help them and, and motivate them to push them. Where, where would be a good place to start with songwriting with, with, you know, putting a voice to what you, you have, you feel like you have a burden for. Yeah. So I feel like personally in this thing called apostolic music, the first thing that is so important and so key is prayer and consecration. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like once you get in that, then that's when you can hear from God. And that's when the words that God wants you to release to the nations can come out of you. You know, I feel like there, yeah, man, God. And I, I feel like there's a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of people are right, but I feel like, when it comes to like anybody can write, but God inspired writing, mm. that's, that's a whole different spectrum because then you're releasing something that you've been through. God's using something that's came through you to be released. And so I feel like to answer your question, when it comes to someone wanting to write a song, when it comes to someone wanting to release music, you have to make sure that it's, that it's time. You have to make sure it's mm. time. You have to make sure that it's what God has in you to release. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for the right reasons. The right reasons, man. There's too many of the, <laughs> you see, you, you can just tell the difference, right? Yeah. The people that don't. So, yeah, you that's can, awesome. You can set, definitely see, feel the difference Yeah, yeah. in a song. Um, and that's very evident. That's good. That's, that's, that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, all right. So going kind of into developing your sound, you put hours and hours into what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you're traveling around, you're doing different clinics, you're, you're producing things. How, I'm sure you're still developing your sound. Absolutely. And you're, I'm sure everyone, every musician is always developing their sound. Yeah. Um, but how have you come to do that? Do you feel like you've developed a good, um, something that you can call your sound? I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't feel like I, I'm really young, bro. Yeah. Like I, I, a lot of times I don't even feel qualified, man, to be in some of the rooms that God's blessed me to be in. Um, God's using you. Man, it, man, it's all him. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how I'm here. I don't even know how I'm in Bakersfield right now. But God has opened up the doors, man. And, you know, I think when when you get to developing your sound, I like I really believe that God has a sound in every musician, you right. know, to release. And so. Developing your sound, uh, developing my sound, I feel like I'm still doing it for sure. <laughs> right. Have there yeah. been key people? Uh, I know you, I think you mentioned a few earlier, but if you wouldn't mind mentioning those again, if those are the same people that kind of 
motivated you from the outside and maybe they weren't in your you know your dad that you grew up with but from the outside they motivated you to push it to that next level oh yeah um so there's a couple people um i will give a lot of credit to kurt Kenhai. that man works mm-hmm. and you know you see his fruits yeah, you right. know about the hard work he puts in and um i just man i've watched him closely you know you know in the past few years and He's helped me a lot, man. Um, so guys like him, um, like I said, Mike Burrill, Jason White, from a playing perspective, I'd say right. like I've tried to get on level. I, they're so, so good. But, you know, there's those guys. And then obviously, like you guys said, my father, you know, growing up, just being around him, um, he has a certain style that I love. Yeah. So And Kurt and uh... – Really, Colton, all those guys from from Little Rock, they've they really, I think they've taken Pentecostal apostolic movement, I should say. Mm. I mean, probably 80, 90 percent of the churches have been inspired. And you hear that from that, them all being inspired the same way. Yeah, man. I think it's been much needed in the last you I know, mean, few right. years. Anything can happen. Kurt, yeah. faith over fear, break out. We need the rain. David Jennings, he's in the room. You know, there's just these songs are impacting people. Yeah. You know, um, and so. Yeah, they're not just songs that are created just because they wanted to put out something. Right. Right. There, there's meat behind that. It, there's prayer behind that. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. That's awesome. All right. So, last kind of last thing here. What advice, any advice that you want to give to any musician for um, either producing music or for just putting in the work? What advice would you give? What advice do you have? I'd say when the opportunity. When God opens the opportunity, go. Um, and I'll I'll make this quick, but and the reason I say that is because um, I'll say when God opens the opportunity, go. Don't force it ever, and that's mm-hmm. something my dad always taught me growing up. It was like, don't worry, you're gonna play in church. God's gonna open that door. I was always so eager to you know get in church and play and get in ministry. But God was, my dad was like, everything's in God's timing. Right. God will open up the doors. And so to close, whatever, I know we're got to go. But um, during COVID-19, my dad got pretty sick and um, he almost passed. And uh, we were like, we were scared for a while. I believed God, but I was scared. I remember my dad was very ill, very sick. And it was one of those go opportunities. You know, it was like, we've still got to have music for live stream. And so in that season, the Lord moved on me to go ahead and just go. And so I started doing more in the band. Um, And it was kind of a, I feel like it was a really big God thing because I feel like it was time. It just felt so right, you know, and it was hard seeing my dad go through that, but I also knew that God was using it right. to push me into the next season I needed to be in. I'd never, till 2020, I wasn't directing band at church. <coughs> I wasn't directing the band at all. I was just playing organ and ox. Yeah. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying here. No, you're good. You're good. So you, your dad's doing doing good now? Yes. Okay. Yes, my dad is good that's, now. That, that, is, that is great. But and, and it's amazing how God uses those situations to do his, make his will come to pass yeah. and move you into that. And that's good. I mean, 
staying in prayer too. I feel like if you are musicians and I, this has always been something for me as a musician, you need to be prayed up. Like you said, because for us, even during altar call, things like that, we're, we're up there yeah. in which that's our way of worship. That's our way of praise. Um, but prayer is very, very important. But I do like what you said of letting God when and it's time to go, go, you just go. Yeah. And I, to, to your point about musicians being prayed up, I think it's very important because I believe every musician releases something. Mm. When you play, you're releasing good. something in the atmosphere. And you can either release a good spirit or you can release mm. a bad spirit. Yeah. What you've been doing, what you've been, what's been in you, you know, what you've been looking at, what you've been mm. hearing, all that stuff, it's going to come out in you. Right. And so, like, that's why a lot of times I'm just so careful. All right. You know, the conversations I have who I'm around. I'm just so careful because I know that, man, this isn't me. It's not just me. Yeah. I'm releasing something every week into a congregation. <clears throat> it's like the same thing with preachers. You know, they get into the, whatever the, when the preacher's preaching, his spirit is going right. out into that church. Right. And so, you know, same thing with a musician, you know, you can't, I personally feel like you can't live like rags all week and then right. play. Because God's depending on you. Mm -hmm. He gave you the gift for a reason. Our job is to usher that in. Usher, bro. To pour out into the Prepare the, the atmosphere. Yeah. Right. And if you have nothing to pour out but filth yeah. exactly. or whatever else it is. Exactly. It's a little, it's going to be, it's not going to end up well. Yeah. And like sometimes I think it's like, man, it's like <laughs> if God was here, would he be like, no music right now? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, would God be like, no music right now? I don't. I can feel what you're, what you're playing. Wow. You know, I chat. So I, I really think about that and that goes, it's not even what you're doing. It can be, is someone playing that has a arrogant spirit? Mm. Is someone playing that has, you know, a bad spirit, um, you know, who isn't grateful, et cetera. <laughs> that is powerful. Thank you, Donnie, so much for being on the podcast. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here in Bakersfield. Absolutely. Um, so, Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. I think we, anything else from anybody? I don't, man. Got any awesome. more questions, yeah. bro? It's been awesome. <laughs> any more questions? Y'all good? No, we are good. Thank you so much, Donnie. Thank you, guys.